Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Now it is time for our weekly Tech Talk segment. It's brought to you by Hamilton Limo. And in studio, once again, Adam Oldfield, he is the president of FPM3.com. How are you? I'm doing very well. And you know what? Oski Wee Wee getting excited yes. as we were talking just off the air earlier. It's, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't know. I was the field announcer and Bill Kelly was the stadium announcer Amazing. from 1996 to 2002. And I ran that stadium up and down when it was Ivor Wynn. And I can't even, I, can't, I lost more weight in football. And I ironically, I never, I never got to see the game. I was just kind of running around giving away donuts and pizza. So, yeah. Oski Wee Wee, good luck to the Tie Cats this weekend. So. I, I remember the elevator at Iverwind. <laughs> did they have an elevator? Yeah, they yeah. had an elevator, yeah, and right. it they was did. the slowest thing apart from McMahon Stadium in Calgary. Their elevator is just horrible. Okay. Well, yeah. I was going to say yes. I remember when they would serve the hot dogs or whatever, and I was running between right. all, all of it. And yeah, they were warm at the bottom, and, it, and by the time they got to the top, they had ice crystals Cooled on it. Off, so, yeah. yeah. All right, let's get to the topics, including. Uh, our first one off the hop, Disney Plus. My kids have do- dove into Disney Plus. Yes. We get the free preview. I don't yep, know if it's yep. going to continue after the free preview, but uh, you have an update on your Disney Plus. I have a Disney Plus story, and, and last week on Tech Talk with Bill, I'm a very passionate, and I happen to be the wrong guy you don't want to yeah, mess you, with. I you do went this off. tech show, right? We're, we're, on, we're on the air talking about tech. Disney, I had to been that one of 450 that signed up <laughs> that day that, that had a dispute or whatever. No, I wasn't the only one, but Disney Plus, I had this four-day online customer service challenge. I finally got through, and now I understand why. So last week was, what's going on with Disney? They're supposed to be professional. Anyway, they got hacked. So uh, eventually, what happened was, unfortunately, with a company like Disney, not surprising. And obviously, with the launch of something so big, there's going to be a lot of naive, meaning, well, there must be issues. And one of the, and I was a victim of it. Um, it was resolved, by the way, very quickly. And Disney did fantastic. I'm, I'm applauding the mighty, uh, the mighty mouse, if you nice. will. Uh, wrong character, but uh, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, in that, what happened was uh, they got hacked. Everyone who signed up right away, as it was, very popular. Everyone was downloading the app, signing in, putting in their credit card. Yeah. Then adding in their information, their servers were compromised. And at the time, Disney didn't know, thinking, well, let's just try to get this off the ground. Uh, The force of the brute attack was forcing the locked out account and getting people to reset their passwords. So those that had signed up, which was over 3 million in the first day, there was uh, approximately hundreds of thousands that were locked out of their account trying to say, please reset your password. Well, Disney is aware of the situation, and so they had a bit of a challenge where they were able to block the reset passwords, which I happen to be that victim of immediately uh-huh. signing up, and everyone else who signed up after the first initial eight hours as it got, uh, gained momentum, uh, they locked us out and they didn't have the customer service to handle 100,000, hey, can I reset my password <laughs> call? So yeah. with that, I totally appreciate Disney can't hire the entire country of India. So with that, uh, well done. Yes, Disney Plus does exist, and they were very, very gracious to give me uh, an extended uh, free trial based on my, yeah. on my challenges. So. so you love Disney again. You know what? I really do. The, and I really like the way that they're they're setting it up right now. And there's a lot of complaints. I mean, with the Simpsons episodes right now, it's not been compared and they're getting a little bit of flack yeah, for it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've been watching The Mandalorian and I'm a big Star Wars nut half since I was a kid. Um, you know, it's no it's no Netflix where I can binge like crazy. So yeah. and there's it, but it's fantastic. I mean, I'm enjoying the show. If you haven't got it and you haven't seen it, then you're definitely going to want to sign up for that free preview. Let's talk about Project Cash. What is this all about? You know what? Cash using the Internet 
internet version, yeah. not the uh, amount of money. We see Facebook. We saw Facebook with Libra coming into the market, and they were really promoting the fact of their new Libra dollars, and it was gaining great momentum, had Citibank, all of these large credit, and then it all collapsed on itself. And who knows where Libra is? Well, Google is no different. They've made a deal directly with Citibank, Stanford Credit Union. Um, I don't know where that is, but I'm guessing it's in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and Google is in the process of converting their Gmail, which has over 1.8 billion users on their email platform, to now uh, migrate into an e-commerce. You'll soon be able to bank with Google, which makes sense. I mean, we're a billion-dollar yeah. advertising company. they got to uh, uh, diversify their portfolio under the Alphabet name, and we've seen they've done that with a lot of projects they're losing money on. We know that when it comes to commerce, and 2020 is going to be the year of moving and migrating into online e-commerce. Get ready. Google could soon be your banking option. Interesting. Oh, what's going on with this microchip uh, called Hole? Well, Sounds ominous. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> so here, let me let me go over this whole process. Okay. What happens is that we've been talking about app hacks. So your you know your phone gets hacked, Android's hacked. I mean, we talk about that every week. We'll yeah. always have a new one coming out. And even Apple's got issues. The camera's been you know hacked. You've downloaded the wrong app. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Well, with this is a really big issue. Qualcomm, which is an actual chip in the uh, in the actual phone itself, uh, has a hole in it. And when I say hole, what's so critical about this is Samsung, LG, Motorola, you name it, HTC, Huawei, they're all using a Qualcomm microchip. It's got a flaw in a security uh, leak in it. And oh. why that's so important is that this is where a biometric information is sitting. So when you do your retinal scan, you're doing your fingerprint, and we've been talking about that before, where does this go? Who's yeah. managing that? It's not in the cloud. That's actually stored on your phone, which is why the payment process is always much more secure when you want to do Google Pay and Apple Pay and otherwise. So um, in this case, Apple's not uh, applied to this Qualcomm issue, but a patch has been issued. If you see those little upgrades on your phone, you want to make sure you do this one. This one's called a firmware upgrade and that means they're going to have to literally re-patch the uh, microchip for security because our biometric information is very very susceptible to being hacked and being stolen uh, earlier in the show we had a segment with a representative from Sobeys they're yeah. testing out a new smart shopping cart at, yeah. a, at an Oakville location this is a, a grocery store chain that is uh, toying with facial recognition yeah there's a, a, a bit of a catch-22 on this uh, foodie mart which is a very popular lo- local grocery store in the Toronto area is actually using fi- uh, facial recognition and this is very common in China actually uh, people uh, set up their account talking about biometric information right. um, they set up their account linking to their Google Pay or in China it's uh, Alibaba or whatever it was that their uh, account was and when you walk in and it's time to pay you look at the uh, the retinal scan if you will and it will process the, the your amount is this use your face mm-hmm. and then you click yes I accept to pay the groceries why this is and we saw what so- Sobeys is doing and I think I commented on that before. It's great what Sobeys is doing. It's a little bit behind the times. I think it's, you know, it's evolutionary when sure. you look at what we got today. Yeah. But this one takes it to another level. And I do believe the facial recognition is going to be one of those rollout points. The challenge is that it's run by a Chinese company. The product, the software, everything. And this is what is going to be the debatable discussion in Ontario, Canada, mm-hmm. the U.S. Uh, the, the United States is really cracking down. We know that with Huawei. In this case, where is our biometric information? When you go into Foodie Mart and you're like, I'm going to buy some apples, some oranges, some Triscuits <laughs> and whatever else, and yeah. you look in the screen, is the Republic of China going to be looking at that going, aha, 
Ah, there's a man that eats way too many Triscuits. We got him now. Yeah, yes. that's right. We have a, uh, a a fat law going out, and Mr. Oldfield needs to cut back. <laughs> Apple and uh, smart glasses? What's going on here? 2022, folks. This is Adam's prediction. Uh, that's not my prediction, but I knew a year ago. They filed a patent. Apple has been filing this, and the reason I bring this up is because it's important. The smartphone is going to be the way of the dodo bird. It is going to be obsolete, and I say this with all true conviction that it's going to be the fact augmented reality apple glasses have been announced by apple their patents have been filed and we and i remember when google glasses came out and i, I, I tried to order them and i didn't make the list they were fifteen hundred dollars and there was a big huge joke if you're wearing these you're the biggest geeks and everything else yeah, yeah. how ironic in the year 2022 <laughs> when we see the keynote at the apple conference we're going to be watching apple announce the new apple glasses and what's so unique about it is smart glasses today rely on the smartphone in the year 2022 with the Apple announcement that they're bringing, it will be a fully integrated device right into your glasses, wow. and it will have the, uh, think of it as a little th uh, thimble, you'll be able to Minority Report. If you want to know what it's like, watch Minority Report. Glasses and otherwise, but Apple's announced it. Get ready. It's going to be on a stage very near, very much in the near future. You're listening to uh, Tech Talk here on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML, brought to you by Hamilton Limo. Let's talk about Amazon being a uh, retail killer. Hey, it's a retail killer, and I believe the big brands are sick of it. And as such, Nike is a pure example of the fact that uh, Nike is just one, and I'm only using them because Amazon is finally starting starting to get a little bit of pushback. And the direct-to-consumer solution between 20, 20 to 23 is going to be now about the brand. So we've seen that with social media. A lot of the social commerce have really developed, and they're starting to pull out of Amazon. Mm -hmm. So now Nike brand, as an example, is now pulling out, other than retailers that buy from Nike yeah. and want to resell on Amazon, but Nike Direct will no longer be using Amazon as a platform to sell its unique products, its, its custom products, uh, and so they're going to be doing it direct-to-consumer from their website. That's going to be a big thing that's this is going where we saw the evolution of take out the ma pa stores from king street in hamilton mm -hmm. down in the bia international village they're now going back to it except they're going to be taking that kind of uh, momentum uh like a home is hamilton kind of idea true hamiltonian i know he has that online store that's the future that's going to be the ma pa operation websites of the local consumer market amazon's about to feel i don't think they're going to be hurting anytime soon yeah, yeah. but that's why we could see amazon diversifying and the Alexa and moving on and the other elements, this is one of the areas they're starting to get pushback from big, big brands. This is an interesting one. Cloud kitchens for restaurants. This is huge. This is so big. In fact, this is, I was a little surprised I didn't hear more announcements about it because uh, Travis Kalanick, who is the gentleman who founded Uber, mm -hmm. he's one of the, he's a billionaire. He started with peer-to-peer, kind of like uh, Napster in the day. He started that, became a billionaire, very much like Elon Musk. He went into the Uber market with his billions of dollars. He's now raised $500 million and the future of restaurants, and this is a concern at the same time as a consumer, you're going to be very pleased. Your cost of delivery and your options of food are going to be quite abundant. The bad news about this new vision he's looking, very much where Uber disrupted the whole taxi world. Right. Um, yeah, Cloud Kitchens is a form he's presented um, in Saudi Arabia. It's been supported. He got the funding. Think of it like this, a warehouse 
that is going to have options of food that you'll be able to purchase whatever flavor, style, or otherwise. Instead of going to where uh, the the you know where it's going to impact big is immigrant families that come in, Syrian families. They set up, they have their cultural food, mm-hmm. um, they work hard, the margins are low, but they do very well. And that's been one of the foundations where families can establish and build themselves. Right. This is going to crush it. And why is because now you'll be able to get a Syrian uh, style food. It will be delivered through an Uber Eats. And the operation will be set up in a large warehouse, probably maybe off Wentworth Street, right in the north. And it will be having styles of options of foods available. So all the ingredients, and you'll have pizza, you'll have uh, Mediterranean, you'll have Asian, you'll have all of the cultures. And it will just be a big, huge cookhouse, like a a Carmen's in the north, if I may say. I'm giving them all the ideas of where it's going to (laughs) go. But I'm going to tell you right now, that is a future. A big cooking area, and it will be just shipped out. So restaurants online, which I kind of segue back yeah. is these online direct-to-consumers are going to exist, but they'll all be ordering, very much like Amazon, through a main kitchen. Interesting stuff. Scam callers. This is nothing new. Nothing new, except, except. <laughs> it's getting a little crazy, and it's easier to do. I was talking about this uh, earlier this week, I think with uh, uh, a few people with regards to OPP calling, CRA calling. I mean, I, I, I own Vacuum Man Furnace and Duct Cleaning. I'm in the middle of a case of people using spamming with my name. Really? I'm in a court case right now wow. with companies, uh, you probably, you know, you say duct cleaning, it's like, are you calling me? Well, this is an example of what's available. The key is, I have several interests, and one of them being the agency. I know I can buy a service. It's out of Manitoba for $9, Rick. I can set up an account, and I can have your cell phone calling through an app using uh, anything you want to register the name on it. And you can basically say you're the OPP Yikes. when you call. You can put CR. I could do that for you. For $9 a month in a website, I can sign in, hook you up in a heartbeat, and you will have a Canadian number that looks like when you call, one eight eight six opp is now calling. So the issue is so many of these individuals are being able to be scammed. Now, from a legitimate side, I run this for companies, and I can help them set up their own phone numbers, and they can run it easily for 10 bucks a month. But the opposite is people are taking advantage of this situation hmm. and they're calling out with robocalling and otherwise. This is a Canadian, this is not out of India, guys. This services are out of our own country. CLAC, which controls every phone number that's been registered between all the mobile providers, is a database that even you can get access to. Wow. Um, and it tells you numbers that are available and numbers that are registered. So how are they getting our information? Simple. There's a database with the information within it that they're able to pull from. So from that, how do we manage it? The CRTC needs to buckle up, get their access together and they need to really regulate that. I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot as an agency because that's a great <laughs> price I help Still, my clients with. But at the end of the day, this is a serious concern. It is becoming a problem. Uh, there might be a problem on the Hamilton Mountain because there's going to be a lot of driverless cars up you there. Know, God bless our innovation factory. I love what they do. And one of them, as we know, Ontario, back under the Liberal government, have been able to get to a stage three autonomous driving mm-hmm. license agreement. And that makes sense. We're in a bit of a northern climate. And as much as we all know, autonomous driving through Arizona is probably a great testing ground. Yes. It doesn't really apply to icy roads, snow, and other <laughs> conditions. So, um, very exciting to hear that autonomous cars are going to be riding and truthfully coming in within the next year, within the next six months, right on our Hamilton Mountain roads. Wow. So, um, of course, they're going to be marked. They'll be they'll be uh, noted, so you're not wondering what is that weird looking robot driving? <laughs> Who's been, driving that? Yeah, car? exactly. <laughs> Unidentified car driving here. You know, like uh, nobody's invading Hamilton. Um, but why are they doing it? It's going to be able to do a lot more. There is testing. We got you got to test it. You yeah. got to put it in a real life environment. So we're going to be seeing these cars rolling and what they're going to be checking is um, noise tracking. One of the things about, you know, electric cars, they don't make any noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, and part of it is, this is great, 
sleep because, you know, we have now less sound pollution. But at the same time, it's also dangerous because we do tend to listen, right? Road noise. Yep. car. So there's a lot of that. And I can't speak to what they're actually doing as their tests. I can only speak on a high level, but maybe get those guys in here. But I know they're looking to analyze data between pedestrians, cyclists. Um, I'm a cyclist on the mountain. I like to ride. So I'll be like, oh, well, if they hit me, it's all for testing purposes. Um, <laughs> noise tracking, vehicle to vehicle communication, which is very important. The future of cars talking to each other. How fast are you going? When are you stopping? Is there a concern up ahead? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of this autonomous car. Every vehicle is talking to the next about what's happening. There's an accident. Great. Cars, seven cars back can slow down. Right. Um, and traffic signals for that matter. The biggest issue, and I said this before in the show, autonomous driving, the issue isn't about how safe they could be. The problem is, is how unfortunate it's going to cause more delays in our traffic mm. because they're going to follow every rule. Right. And every human, if they, I know we have laws, and again, the MTO is going to be on my case for saying this, but <laughs> if you, if we all follow that exact rule, uh, we'd have a lot of traffic congestion, a lot of issues. Right. And this is my, this is how I look at it. Get ready for serious issues with uh, delays, arrivals, dealing with a lot of because everything's going to be doing exactly the speed limit. Yeah, we got time for one more, and this is a good one. Wrapping your iPad in copper foil. What's this? You know, the big thieving issue right now, and especially during Christmas time, is that you probably carry a tablet. We have a lot of smart devices these days, yep. whether it's an iPad, an iPhone, a smart tablet, Android, whatever. And sometimes you go to the mall, you run in. And you kind of, you know, you might be thinking I'm saving my uh, my briefcase while I run into the wherever you're going. You put it under the seat, you throw it in the trunk. You're like, oh, I'm good. Well, even if you feel it's safe, your device, while it's still on with Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, sends out a signal. Well, thieves, and this is, not again, nothing... Amazing. This isn't underground black market stuff. You could go on the Apple or on the uh, Apple Store and on the uh, Android Play. You can download a Bluetooth uh, search, and it's really intended of where's my Bluetooth headset? Mm-hmm. You know, like you're walking around searching for yeah, it. Yeah. This works the same way in a negative point. So uh, thieves are going near cars, and they can basically see there's a Bluetooth device in. They maybe don't know, but a lot of us name our products. Sure. Rick's iPad. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, there's an iPad in there. So <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna smash your car reach in, grab, and I'm going to run. So this is a big deal. What you can do is on Amazon for 20 bucks, it's a copper sheet. Think of it as a wrapping sheet. Okay. Um, you can line your briefcase, your, your your knapsack, and I really encourage you to do that with your laptop, your tablet, even a smartphone, extra ones or otherwise. And what it does is it blocks the signals, truly blocks the signal. And it may be a little overkill, but at the end of the day, it's a serious issue right now. Uh, uh, cars are getting broken into more and more often. Um, and I'm not speaking on crime, but this is one way to prevent your smart devices from walking from your car. Great stuff as always from Adam Oldfield, fpm3.com. Check it out. Uh, always glad to have you in the studio. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Enjoy the weekend. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.